0: News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Health officials lock down a residential block in Mun after a resident tests preliminary positive for a coronavirus variant. A study by the SAR's two medical schools shows that a booster of the BioNTech vaccine can offer sufficient protection against the Omicron variant. And the University of Hong Kong says it removed the pillar of shame sculpture from its campus on legal and safety grounds. Health authorities believe a toilet cleaner at the airport may be carrying the Omicron coronavirus variant. He works mainly at a designated toilet used by preliminary positive imported cases. The case has prompted authorities to lock down the residential block in Tunmun where he lives, Joanne Wong reports.
1: Health authorities said the 64-year-old airport toilet cleaner tested preliminary positive for a mutant strain of the coronavirus. According to their preliminary investigation, the cleaner works mainly at a designated toilet used solely by preliminary positive imported cases at the airport before they are sent to hospital. Health authorities said the cleaner had spent time in the storeroom inside the toilet during work and had been in the toilet with preliminary positive cases. Authorities he likely acquired the infection while working at the toilet. The man has had no recent travel history and last went to work yesterday. The Center for Health Protection said it had advised the airport authority and the contractor in question that cleaners should only perform cleaning and disinfection work after the preliminary positive cases have left the toilet, and cleaners should not stay inside the storeroom when they are not working. The patient tested preliminary positive and developed symptoms yesterday. Health authorities said whole genome sequencing needs to be carried out to confirm whether he carries the Omicron variant. Authorities have placed On Hay House in Sioux Court, where the toilet cleaner lives, in overnight lockdown. Residents there are required to get tested and stay in their flats until all test results are out.
0: A study by the city's two medical schools has shown that a booster of the BioNTech vaccine can offer sufficient protection against the Omicron variant. But it's a different story for the Sinovac jab, as Violet Wong reports.
2: According to the findings by University of Hong Kong and Chinese University researchers, a two-dose regimen of either the Sinovac or the BioNTech vaccine provide very poor virus-killing antibody responses against Omicron. But they said a BioNTech booster can provide protective levels of antibodies against Omicron, regardless of which vaccine they took previously. Researchers also said a Sinovac booster does not provide adequate levels of antibodies for those who received two previous doses of the Sinovac jab. Professor David Ho, one of the Chinese university researchers, urged eligible people to get their two jabs as soon as possible if they haven't. He warned that if the Omicron variant starts spreading in Hong Kong, unvaccinated people who are at the highest risk of severe disease, namely the elderly or those with underlying diseases, such as diabetes and hypertension, will be most vulnerable.
0: The University of Hong Kong has removed the Pillar of Shame sculpture from its campus. It disappeared overnight after the Governing Council decided it posed legal and safety risks.
3: Maggie Ho reports. The Hong Kong Youth Council says it made the decision to remove the sculpture after receiving legal advice that it may fall afoul of the colonial-era crimes ordinance. It also described the eight-meter-tall copper artwork that featured faces and bodies piled on top of each other as a fragile statue that poses potential safety issues. Security barriers were erected around the statue overnight as loud construction noises came from within. An RTHK reporter saw a large wrapped Package being moved onto a container at around four in the morning before it was removed from the campus later. The pillar of shame had stood at the university since 1997 but Hong Kong News says it has never approved this. The council said the statue would be placed in storage while authorities continue to seek legal advice on the appropriate follow-up action.
0: Overseas senior diplomats from the European Union and Russia say talks to revive the 2015 nuclear agreement with Iran are set to resume on Monday. The EU's chief representative to the talks, Enrique Moraes, said it was important to pick up the pace on key outstanding issues. And the Australian government has agreed to pay 1.4 million US dollars to hundreds of Aboriginal people who said a welfare scheme was racist. A class action lawsuit argued that the Community Development Program unfairly excluded Indigenous Australians, requiring people in remote communities to work up to 25 hours a week to receive income benefits. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Expert committees under the Centre for Health Protection have backed the government's plan to allow all adults to get a COVID booster shot. David Hy, who chairs the scientific community on emerging and zoonotic diseases, recommended that those who have received two BioNTech jabs should be able to get a third jab as early as three months after getting their second shot. Well, currently there is no community outbreak of Omicron. And also, that if you provide the third dose, with time, the antibody will also drop anyway. So we're balancing the, the risk and the benefit and the optimal timing. For the purpose uh, in Hong Kong, I think the six months would be optimal for the majority of the people. But as, as I said before,
4: if you are uh, in need to go overseas to study
0: or for business reasons, then you can actually have the third dose earlier uh, between three to six months after the second dose. The Ombudsman has criticised the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department for being too passive in ensuring pet dogs are properly licensed. Winnie Chu says an investigation by her office found that in the past decade, licences for more than 167,000 dogs had not been renewed, with nearly 70% having expired for at least two years. Licensing was brought in to keep tabs on the vaccination of dogs to prevent rabies. But Ms Chu said officials only take action against dog owners over licensing when their pets aren't properly controlled or have bitten people. She says that's not good enough.
5: We consider that its enforcement action too passive. AFCD should be more proactive and strictly require dog keepers to observe the legislative requirements to license a dog. In addition, it should conduct random dog license inspections. Require dog keepers to license their dog or renew the license by a specified deadline and take enforcement action against offenders.
0: The Ombudsman also says it's run into a brick wall in its bed to get the Security Bureau to tackle illegal fuel stations at source. The Bureau told the government watchdog it's unable to do so under existing law and market principles. Damon Pang with that story.
6: Ombudsman Winnie Chu said a probe conducted by her office has found that all distributors are allowed to sell Euro 5 diesel at wholesale prices for customers' own use, but illegal operators have been buying the fuel and keeping it in small amounts to evade legal limits. She called on the government to step up publicity campaigns and encourage the public to report illicit fueling activities. Ms Chu acknowledged that authorities are doing their best, but the law doesn't allow the Fire Services Department, or FSD, nor oil companies to track the identity of their clients.
5: Under the existing regulatory framework, although FSD has endeavoured to combat illegal filling stations, its hands are tied in terms of stemming the supply of fuels for these illegal stations, and hence its efforts can hardly tackle the root of the problem.
6: Ms Chu said the Security Bureau should look into bringing in improvement measures to combat the illegal activities at source. But the Bureau said it is not feasible. It noted that restricting the selling of dangerous goods such as diesel at source would affect many people and could go against the government's principle of facilitating the market and the public. Meanwhile, the Ombudsman also called on authorities to increase manpower and conduct more spot checks to curb illegal fueling. It found that the Fire Services Special Task Force only has seven members, but there are some 350 black spots across Hong Kong. In this respect, the Bureau said it agreed with the Ombudsman and will look into its recommendations.
0: Police say they've detained four people on suspicion of inciting others to take part in an illegal assembly on Christmas Eve. The suspects, aged between 22 and 52, are accused of using social media and a messaging platform to call on people to join the assembly, as well as asking people to damage shops and block roads. An outbreak of COVID-19 in Shan has prompted mainland officials to impose the harshest anti-epidemic restrictions since a strict lockdown was imposed on more than 11 million people in and around Wuhan after the coronavirus was first detected there in late 2019. As Priscilla Ng reports, the Xinhua News Agency says 127 people were found to have the virus in the second round of citywide nucleic acid testing, the results of which were released today.
5: As many as 13 million have been locked down in Xi'an, with residents told to stay home unless they have a pressing reason to go out. All transport to and from the city known for its terracotta of warriors have been suspended, except freight vehicles transporting epidemic control materials and daily necessities. Taxis and online ride-hailing vehicles are forbidden from entering medium and high-risk areas or traveling outside the city. One person from each household will be permitted out every two days to buy household necessities. But some residents pointed out on social media sites that they need PCR tests to be let out, asking how they can then go out to get tested. The measures are reported to have set off panic buying just weeks before Beijing hosts the Winter Olympics. The organizers of the Games have now strongly suggested athletes from abroad should receive COVID-19 booster shots before participating in them, but chiefly because of the threat from the fast-spreading Omicron variant. Huang Chun is the Deputy Director General of the Pandemic Prevention and Control Office of the Beijing Organizing Committee.
7: We have repeatedly communicated with the International Olympic Committee and reached a consensus that, given the uncertainty of the COVID-19 situation as well as the spread of the new variant Omicron around the world, we strongly suggest that all athletes and other stakeholders receive booster shots before coming to China. Many countries have positively responded to that and given booster shots to their athletes.
5: Strict pandemic control measures have been in force in the mainland since early 2020 under its zero transmission policy leading to frequent lockdowns, universal masking and mass testing. Those measures have been stepped up in recent days ahead of the start of the Beijing Olympics on February the 4th.
0: Australia has reported a major spike in coronavirus infections one day after Prime Minister Scott Morrison rejected lockdowns or mask mandates to slow the spread of the Omicron variant. The country's most populous state, New South Wales, listed 5,715 new cases, up from 3,763 yesterday, and almost as many were recorded across all of Australia on Wednesday. Victoria State also saw a sharp increase, reporting 2,005 new infections today. Health Minister Greg Hunt spoke to reporters in Melbourne.
7: We are encouraging people, um, as a result of the advice to National Cabinet, uh, to use masks in the indoor setting, and it's a matter for states and territories. Uh, but states and territories uh, with their public health orders, whether it's the QR codes in New South Wales, whether it's the masks in Victoria, have responded well. And uh, I think it's important for me to acknowledge that. And uh, where National Cabinet has led to uh, a positive uh, approach with regards to uh, what are called uh, public health and social measures, or basically the way in which people interact with each other so as they're safer but they're still able to get on with their lives then I think that uh, that's a very important show that National Cabinet is delivering safer outcomes but without constraining people's lives.
0: US President Joe Biden who's not even a year into his job says one factor could help further convince him to run again in 2024 and that's a rematch against his 2020 rival Donald Trump. The U.S. leader made the comment during an interview with ABC News. Do you plan to run for re-election? Yes. And if that means a rematch against Donald Trump? You're trying to tempt me now. (laughs) Sure.
5: Why would I not run against Donald Trump for even the nominee? That would increase the prospect of running
0: And sport and the Beijing Winter Olympics organisers strongly suggest athletes from abroad should get booster shots before they take part in the Games as the Omicron variant takes hold across the world. Huang Chun is the Deputy Director-General of the Pandemic Provincial and Control Office of the Beijing Organising Committee for the 2022 Olympic and Paralympic Winter Games
7: we have repeatedly communicated with the international olympic committee and reached a consensus that given the uncertainty of the covid 19 situation as well as the spread of the new variant omicron around the world we strongly suggest that all athletes and other stakeholders receive booster shots before coming to china Many countries have positively responded to that and given booster shots to their athletes.
0: A reminder of our top stories tonight. Health officials locked down a residential block in Chunmun after a resident tests preliminary positive for a variant. A study by the SAR's two medical schools shows that a booster of the BioNTech vaccine can offer sufficient protection against the Omicron variant. And the University of Hong Kong says it removed the pillar of shame from its campus for legal and safety reasons. And now the weather. Mainly cloudy. A few rain patches at first with a minimum of about 18 degrees tomorrow morning. Bright periods in the afternoon with a high of about 22 degrees. The outlook winds will strengthen on Christmas Day and it will become cold appreciably on Sunday and Monday with temperatures dipping to 10 degrees or less. Currently it's 19 degrees Celsius, humidity 87%. The news from RTHK.
4: R-T-H-K. Radio 3 itself way up high All across the land Dawn's a brand new morn. This comes to pass When a child is born A silent wish Sails the seven seas The winds of change Whisper in the trees, and the walls of doubt crumble, tossed, and torn. This comes to pass when a child is born. A rosy hill settles all around. You got the feet. When a child is born. and all of this happens because the world is waiting waiting for one child black white yellow no one knows but a child that will grow up and turn tears to laughter hate to love war to peace And everyone to everyone's neighbor And misery and suffering Will be words to be forgotten Forever It's all a dream And illusion now It must come true Sometime soon somehow All across the land Comes when a child is born. Johnny
7: Mathis, when a child is born. I like Joe Jr.'s version of that. So, Albert Owl Al is probably my favorite. Oops, <laughs> sorry. It's a bit cold in here, sorry about that. I hope get frostbite before 1am. Want to be in touch Radio Pete at Gmail's the way to go around it. It's got lots of memories to share with you, by the way, especially after midnight tonight. Really hope you can stay for the duration.
4: Close the door, light the light. We're staying home tonight. Far away from the bustle and the bright city lights. Let them all fade away. Just leave us alone. And we live in a world